What's up and what's happening, TPE fam? This week's TPE episode is going to be comprised of our daily dose of leadership episodes. This episode is a compilation of our daily broadcast that comes on Monday through Friday live via Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitch. You guys sit back and enjoy. Thank you for joining us. Take this topic we're going to be talking about you having a checklist uh, of things that you need before you start to take on something new. Um, this is applicable for uh, new businesses. This is applicable for if you're an established business or organization and you are uh, wanting to take on new initiatives or wanting to take on uh, new things in that organization. This is a list of things that you should consider uh, for yourself and for the people that you're choosing to lead. Uh, I know oftentimes we um, neglect uh, and I know this is me personally. This is something I wanted to get better at in 2023. A lot of times there's a lot of ideas that we have, a lot of new things that we want to try that aren't necessarily completely thought out. And we're depending on our teams to fill in the blanks. And then when we do that, sometimes we set them up for failure. And so this is a, a commentary about setting them up for success. And I'm going to try to do my best to keep this under five minutes or so. Uh, number one, you need to establish clarity. Um, clarity brings understanding to the vision and, and it answers a lot of questions that people might have. So you want to make sure that you're clear in thought whenever, you, whenever you're communicating something new to the people that you're around. Number two, connectedness, right? Um, you want to be able to connect what, it, what you're doing that's new to what you used to do or what you're doing currently. So it can make it make sense. And if it's a new initiative, why are we doing it? Uh, is it to solve a problem that we used to have? Is it to solve a problem that we currently have? Um, what, what is the... what what, what bridges the gap between those those different items? Number three, purpose, right? Purpose brings the direction. Uh, uh, it brings direction and it brings passion to the vision, right? So we want to make sure that people um, understand where we're trying to go and purpose will give that that clarity or not clarity. It will kind of clear things up for them. Goals. And so we want to establish goals um, for the, the new thing that we want to establish so we can benchmark where we currently are and then uh, see if the new system or new way of doing things is effective by the goals that we set. Uh, the next one is honesty. So we want to be transparent and honest about why we're doing what we're doing, why we're implementing what we're implementing. I know a lot of times I, I and I'm, uh, I'm guilty of this. I may not be forthcoming of why we're implementing a change, but that's not the best way of doing things. And so it's, it, it, it helps your teams and yourself and the people around you in the organization when you're honest about why something new is happening or why we're, you're changing something. The next thing is stories. And so you want to be able to make the change relatable. And so it's, I think it's good to have, a, uh, to have an understanding of what the story is behind uh, what you're doing. What, why are we doing something new? What, what can you uh, say that can the dots for other people. Uh, the next thing is the challenge, right? And so anytime you're doing something new, typically that it comes with challenge, but challenge is good because it stretches the team. It stretches the people around you. It makes them better. And it makes them go harder. Um, and, and, and a lot of times people realize that they had more in the tank than what they actually had, or they can do more than what they actually thought they could do. Um, the next thing is uh, passion, which I used this word earlier, but passion, uh, it brings fuel to the vision. And so when you, as the person, uh, the leader or the person who's implementing the new system, ha if you display 
passion that's going to help other people uh, rally behind what's going on. It's going to get people to more bought into what's happening. It's going to get more people to want to follow behind what's going on. Strategy. Um, and this is something I'm definitely wanting to improve upon in 2023. And again, a lot of times I just I just go off of, hey, you should you know kind of know what I'm thinking or understand what it is that I'm trying to get accomplished. But I think I can do a better job at this, and I'm sure other leaders out there, out there can do a better job at this. It's just providing uh, the strategy in which you're going to employ to get the new thing done. Or to put Today, we're talking about the power of vision and how vision can bring you victory. Um, I, I feel like, and I think I've talked about vision a few times in, uh, before. I know I bring up vision a lot, but vision truly is the catalyst for growth. Vision truly is the catalyst for um and, and really, the, their vision initiates everything that happens in your business. The, the vision brings clarity to what's going on. The vision will, will uh, uh, make you move to action, to correct issues, to to um, ensure that certain things aren't happening in your organization that doesn't align with what who you want to be, where you want to go. Your vision uh, for yourself and for your business and for your organization, for your nonprofit, whatever that is, the vision is the number one driving force that will help you get to wherever it is that you want to be. The, a compelling vision will strengthen the organization just as a weak um, vision can weaken an organization uh, a strong vision can bring about change um it can bring about recalibration it can bring about, about several different things within the organization a, a, a vision also can bring peace a vision can also bring you just confirmation of what it is that you're doing i think a lot of times that we we bring we uh particularly now uh from an economic standpoint a lot of you guys who are, are in management or in leadership is there's been a high level of turnover or just retention has been difficult and i think this this time more than any vision is important vision is imperative because sometimes it, you might feel like uh it, you know what's tomorrow going to be like what's what's next week going to be like what's next month next year uh, if you're living in this area there's been restaurants that have been closing businesses that have been having a hard time and i don't necessarily saying it's because they have a, a weak vision not saying that at all but when you get when you're facing some of the economic challenges that we're facing having a strong vision could be the fuel that'll keep you going and so i want to impart to any person who's in leadership, whether it's for yourself or for the organization that you are part of, have a strong vision. I mean, I think every individual should have some level of a vision for themselves, and it may not be as defined as an organization's vision statement, um, but there should be some guiding light for you as the individual, um, as an individual leader trying to who's trying to influence their circle, that's trying to influence their immediate um, sphere of influence. It's like you're tr you need that vision to contain it. That's that's your your, your light your um, watchtower. That's your light tower actually. In terms of what when 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 the ship starts to to drift to the into the wrong trajectory what brings you back to where you're supposed to be the vision statement and so i'm i know i probably said vision about 20 times 30 times during this during this broadcast but it's all about how well do we maximize our vision and how well do we maximize our opportunity to grow and to and to get better today's daily dose we're going to be talking about what makes other people want to follow you um what makes other people want to follow you whether you're 
leader, manager, uh, senior executive, whatever, if you hold any level of leadership in your organization, uh, nonprofit or for profit, there are certain qualities that you should exhibit in in, in order to maximize your effectiveness of of people wanting to follow uh, behind your leadership or lead uh, or be led um, with you as their chief servant, right? And so the number one thing is, is that you have to demonstrate loyalty. If you want to receive loyalty, you have to give it. And there's a couple of ways that you can do this. And and num- the number one thing is putting your needs to the side at the appropriate moments. I think a lot of times um, leaders sometimes over-prioritize the things that they need to do. Now, of course, you got responsibility. You're accountable to uh, your boss. You're accountable to your organization. You're responsible for the things that you have to do. However, sometimes you can take a pause and and acknowledge and put somebody else's needs ahead of your own, that's a fantastic way of demonstrating loyalty and and getting other people to want to be led by you. Number two, continuously tapping into someone's potential. I think one of the, the most uh, important parts of my job as a leader in my organization, if, in my leadership at home, uh, my leadership anywhere that I go is finding the potential in the people that are around you. Um, a lot of times, the, the you, I think we, we rely on people to have the drive and the initiative to want to pull the, the potential that they have out of themselves. Frankly, most people don't see the things that you can see as a leader. You're not, they don't have the lens to, to see things through. They don't see the, the, the ability that a person might have to uh, create relationships. They, you know, they might see, they might not see that within themselves, or you might not, they might not see within themselves how operating operationally proficient they are or how good they are at adhering to systems or how good they are at acknowledging problems and problem solving. And so when you see those qualities in people at the smallest level, it's up to the leader's job to recognize those things, uh, to create conversation and coach and to mentor and to nurture, nurture those items. Because, you know, if you want to create um, a, a, a healthy base of loyal uh, employees or loyal t- uh, teammates. That's one of the, the, the most important things you can do is to make somebody uh, see a light that they did not see in themselves once before. Because if you do that, number you know not only will they want to follow you, they'll be more uh, it'll be more advantageous for them to be a part of the, the of the organization because they're providing more value because they now recognize that they have a talent that they may be underdeveloping. Number three. Last but certainly not least, be relatable. I think uh, a lot of times, um, at least the perception that other people who are not in leadership have is that leaders tend to make themselves uh, separate from the group. Or the, that at least that's the perception. Or like it's like, oh, you're better than us because you're a director. Or you're better than us because you're a manager or a leader. And it's like you have to continue to dispel that and to create uh, moments where you can show the team that you're relatable. You can show your teams. You can show your your uh, your coworkers, your teammates that you are relatable. That you do have the same interests. That you do you know maybe watch the same TV shows, or you might watch the same sports uh, events, or you might you know you might have kids or daughters or, or sons that participate in some of the same things. And I think sometimes um, we get so caught up as leaders in into our individual uh, priorities and our individual responsibilities that we forget that hey we have to uh, take a moment to pick our heads up and look at what else does the team need how else can you serve the people around you and today's daily dose is valuing others as a leader valuing others as a leader and the question that you should ask yourself every single day as a leader is how am how, how am i going to show value uh to the people that i lead 
you know, how am I going to appreciate someone today? Right. Because I think the thing is, is that I think uh, I, I as many as you guys know, I work for Chick-fil-A and our founder um, is True Kathy. And one of the things that he would always say is, how do you know uh, if how do you know if a person needs encouragement? And the answer would always be if a person is breathing. So that would kind of insinuate and suggest that we need encouragement all the time. We need to be uh, sh- uh, told of our value basically all the time. And so number, you know, the number one component in this conversation is going to be make sure that you put expressing your value, your gratitude, and your appreciation for your team every single day. You might not be able to tell every single person on your team thank you or how much you value them. At least try to make a, a, con- make a conscientious effort to tell two to three people, if not more, in your organization every single day that you appreciate them and that you value them. I think sometimes we take that for granted. I think sometimes we don't think that's important. I think sometimes we miss an opportunity to connect with um, our teams because we we take on the posture of you know we're always looking at the glass half full versus uh, I'm sorry the glass half empty versus the glass being glass being half full. So let's uh, let's try to have an optimistic outlook. Sure, things might not be going exactly how you want them to go. And frankly, if everything rises and falls on leadership, you play a role in that. So we can't necessarily take out all of the negativity out on on just the teams that we serve. We gotta remember that. They're playing a large role in uh, helping us be successful. When it, whenever, you know, whenever we turn the corner from wherever the failed state we're in and we get into a place to where uh, things are better, they were right there with us while they were making things better. So let's make it a point to show gratitude to our teams every single day, right? Express that value every single day. Number two, we should also praise effort. It kind of goes into, um, you know, there's going to be days where we fail. There's going to be days that we succeed in terms of what our benchmark goal, what our benchmarks are and what our goals are. You know, even on those days where you feel stretched and you might not have hit the mark as much as you can, but you have a team that is uh, busting their ends and they're working hard, you need to praise that effort if you're going to be an effective leader, if you're going to be a leader that expresses value every single day. Because I, I, I guarantee you that the team member is not looking at the goals as intently as you are. So they, you know, in their mind is that they've gave, they've given their best. You know, and when you have people around you giving their best, um, and, and and even if a person is giving their best, that doesn't guarantee that you're going to hit the goal. But you still should praise the effort given because um, they didn't have to. They didn't have to give that effort. They didn't have to do, give their best. And so you want to appreciate and, and and then when you appreciate people for giving their best, that incentivizes them to continue to give their best. That incentivizes them to give their best again. So let's let's make sure that we're praising uh, the effort that we wanna that we wanna have on our team. Um, and then we should reward performance when the opportunity presents itself. And so in those instances where we, we did hit the goal the, the, uh, or, or, you know, whether that's a quarterly goal, a monthly goal, um, and, you know, we break a record. Like in our business, there's, you know, maybe 20 to 30 records that we can possibly break, whether it's whole day performance uh, metrics or day part performance metrics, um, you know, profitability uh, items, top line, uh, uh, top line sales items. And so there's so many different things that we can look at and evaluate. And when your team performs at a high level where they set, they set the bar even higher, you gotta, you have to get in a position to reward that behavior. Because what happens is, is that, again, they may not realize whether or not they were on track to, to, to break a record, but they were just giving their all and, and your team was just giving their best. And, and that culminated into the perfect storm of you 
guys uh, performing at a level that you've never performed at before. And so when I say reward, you don't have to break the bank to, to reward uh, someone, you know, as a simple thank you card, a handwritten card, you know, just, just to sincerely show that you care about the individual goes a long way. Uh, you know, for us, sometimes, you know, we work at Chick-fil-A, we might go get Starbucks every now and then, or we might go to a different um, a local uh, restaurant or entity to go get something uh, that's different or, beyond, uh, or above and beyond what we normally have just to show that additional token of appreciation. The thing about it is I think sometimes we, we look at, doing those certain things as if it's not enough but what, what you don't realize is is that there's team members who will really will appreciate that because sometimes they don't they may not some people may have never had starbucks you know not crazy as it sounds but some people maybe don't don't indulge in those things and so when we present those opportunities for them to have it because they've done something well that incentivizes them to continue to try to do so. And so those would be the three things that I would um, definitely lean into in terms of being a valuing, I'm sorry, a leader that values others. Um, one, expressing the, the value that people have every single day, whether, um, you know, benchmark uh, goals met or not. Praising effort every day because I think the people who, who signed up to show up to do what they're supposed to do, they do their thing. And number three, just reward when the team that you're serving high, performs at a high level. You know, just making sure that those three things are intact um, and you kind of try to touch on those every single day. It would be wildly important. I'm talking, I want to talk to you guys about seven qualities a, a leader should have that followers would want to follow. Seven qualities that I think all leaders should at minimum have in order to be able to be appealing to your to your following or to the people that you lead. Number one, you have to possess integrity as a leader. That simply means that do, you, do your words uh, line up with your receipts, you know, uh, or, or, or your actions, so to speak. And so do the things that you say that you want, your expectations that you want, the things that you want to hold other people accountable for, do you do those same things? Because a lot of times leaders find themselves in situations when they don't, their words don't match up with their actions. So number one, do you, partic uh, do you have uh, integrity? Number two, don't participate in gossip. And this is really tough depending on what line of work you're in. But a lot of times if you're the leader, it doesn't look good um, to the people that you're trying to uh, trying to lead that are following you that you're messy. Or if you participate in gossip that isn't productive and really no gossip is productive. Now, sometimes I think we, we confuse gossip with feedback performance-related feedback, but just senseless gossiping about what somebody is or isn't doesn't translate well if you're a leader. Number three, do not harm others. And I'm, this is not in the physical sense. I'm definitely I'm definitely sure we're not physically harming anybody, but in terms of the, the words that you say, the things that you do, um, Definitely just don't don't try to do your best not to verbally harm anybody, you know, or, or say something that could, could that could uh, indirectly hurt them. Uh, number four speaks out against wrong. A lot of times us as leaders, we turn a blind eye to certain things. And I guess uh, this could be uh, classified as grace. But at the same time, though, when there's something not right and this kind of piggybacks off the integrity piece. But if something isn't right or, or if somebody is taking advantage of what's going on in your organization. You, as the leader, are obligated to speak out against those things to ensure that everybody is being treated as fairly as possible. Uh, number five, uh, honors others who walk in the truth. Like, so basically you acknowledge and you, you show a different level of respect for those people who 
uh, who attempt to do their very best to walk out uh, all expectations and hold themselves accountable to everything that you're asking them to do. And just just a flat out honest individual. And so I think as a leader, it's worth your time to acknowledge and to um and to and to praise that individual for doing that because you want to encourage that behavior that you know all throughout your organization um, isn't greedy at the expense of others. You know sometimes, particularly now, I, I know uh, with inflation and and you know from an economic standpoint, things might be a little strapped. But it's like you as the leader have to look out for the people that you're working with and you can't just be about you when it comes to hours, when it comes to promotion, when it comes to opportunities, like you have to look out for opportunities to, to, to increase your team's uh, uh, chances to be able to better them, their own lives. Because here's the thing. I think a lot of the leaders miss this. The better your off your team is, you know, in terms of how well they feel, they feel like they're being taken care of, the more they'll perform, you know, the more, you know, they'll be more willing to, to, to listen to you more willing to, um, do things for you if they feel like they're being treated fairly or, or handled fairly. So that's another one. A number, number seven. And the very last one is, and this is the every leader should be strong and stable. I think sometimes I get in trouble here because I, I think the perception is, you know, I, I kind of jump or bounce from idea to idea, which may speak to some instability. However, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm not stable. It's all about trying to keep things better. But a lot of times people get lost when you're not clear in your thought. You're not clear in what you want to tell them. You're not clear in, in just the direction that you want to go in. And plus, you have to be strong, not only in the context of, all right, I'm good good at coming up with this idea or I'm good at um, providing a solution, but do I have the operational strength to walk those solutions out? Am I strong enough of an individual, not only from a physical standpoint, but just from a, a character standpoint, integrity standpoint, to be able to stand behind these things that I'm wanting to put out there? So those are the seven things. I'm going to run through them really quick. Number one, you got to possess, possess integrity. Number two, you have to uh, do not participate in gossip. Number three, you don't harm others. Number four, you speak out against wrong. Number five, you honor others who walk in truth. Number six, you're not greedy for the gain of yourself, for only yourself. And number seven, uh, you're strong and stable. So I hope this this uh, this daily dose has helped someone uh, kind of take on some of these things. You ain't got to try to take all these in and, and do them all at the same time. Just identify on this list the things that you do well, some things that you can work on, and try to get incrementally better every single day. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, more and more people will start to gravitate towards your, your um, brand of leadership if you can if you can do these seven